choice. The back to school commercials, how do they make you feel? I was actually gonna give, I was actually gonna say how they make me feel, but then I was like, wait, how do they make you feel? Back to school commercials. You know, some, I, yep. Go ahead, Dan, go ahead. I just, I just, sorry, I couldn't resist. For <laughs> someone that's been out of school for a number of years, they still make me mad because it feels like they're still, they're still on TV and radio and everything earlier every year it's like it seems like it's a day every year and now we've gone full two weeks july is not appropriate for back to school commercials period so yeah even as somebody not in school don't have kids in school still kind of enraged a little bit that doesn't go away i honestly don't i don't have a lot of feelings about them um (laughs) i will say i will say this from a marketing standpoint, especially after the year we've been in, I could understand this year if they started running them in May <laughs> because, <laughs> because these places don't know how long you're allowed to actually have people come into the store anymore. So I kind of get it. Um, I kind of get it. Yeah, I, they make me nervous every time I see one. They make me nervous. I get these like chills because as you guys know, I hated school. So like anytime I see them and even when I like go to Target and you see how like, you know, Target just like flips the whole store around for certain seasons. Summer, it's all of a sudden there's grills everywhere and it looks all happy over there. There's patio stuff. You're like, do I need a fire pit? No, but like maybe I'll go check it out. And then all of a sudden like that, that day in July that Dan was talking about, it just turns orange. And it's pencils and trapper keepers and all this stuff. And it's just, it freaks me out. I hate them so much. Like, it's good as Mace's Welcome Back is, because that's on every, like, back to schools commercial. Mm-hmm. I still, they still just upset me. I don't know how to get over it. Well, let's be honest. Why are we selling pencils and trapper keepers in 2021 anyway? <laughs> what are we doing? What, if you're try, if you're buying that stuff for your child, you are setting them back. Um, we need to be buying iPads and iPhones and more iPads. That's what we need to be backdrops. Buying. Yeah, when you start to have to zoom again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. It's it's too much. It's too early. Stop shoving it down their throat. Nobody enjoys it. It's not like where you start selling Halloween candy now, which. I've seen, by the way, already Halloween candy where you're like, yeah, we're going to get the fat people to buy it now. They'll eat it and then they'll come back and buy more. You're not going to go through a bunch of pencils in the next three weeks and be like, damn, we still got to get Skippy some pencils for school. We used them all. So I don't like it. Do you know a kid named Skippy in 2021? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure he's out there. I'm sure he's an avid listener. Shouts to you, Skippy. Hey, Skip. (laughs) Well, Skippy, good luck with school. This is the Brunch Breakdown. And today on the show, we got a special one for you. We're going to mix things up a little bit because we are doing a Midsummer's Brew. Is that what we're calling it, Dan? With our friend Jenkins. All right. With our friend Jenkins from the Legend Status Podcast. We're going to be talking all things beer. So if you're here for Brews Day, just fast forward until the 30 minute mark or so and we're going to be talking all things beer we got a bunch of different beer and alcohol topics we're going to be talking about on the show here in just a little bit 
But uh, we're talking what we're doing, what we're listening to here in a second. Get it off our chest, and we'll be doing a nice episode of Brunch Court as well. But before we get all started, Dan, let everybody know where they can find this beautiful podcast, The Brunch Breakdown. Of course, you can find it anywhere you listen to any podcast. That's including Apple Podcasts. That's including Spotify, including Google, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Everywhere they are. We are, you can find us at the brunch breakdown, brand new episodes coming to you. Just like this one is every Thursday morning, go ahead and hit subscribe wherever you find our podcast. So those episodes are ready for you whenever you need them. Thursday morning, Thursday afternoon, Friday weekend jams. We're there for you anytime you need us. Um, and of course, full video episodes are also available on Thursday, 9am Pacific noon Eastern on our Facebook and our YouTube pages available on demand anytime you want to watch those. Find us there. Speaking of Facebook, we're everywhere on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, TikTok, Skippy, anywhere at Brunch Breakdown. Find us there. And of course, we're about to be talking what we're listening to. That Sounds of Brunch playlist is available every Friday on Spotify as well. Follow that. That gets uploaded, updated, ready for you every Friday to get your weekend going. Sounds of Brunch on Spotify. Beautiful. Now let's get random topics off our chests. Chris, get us started. What is on your mind today, sir? Uh, well, my daughter just turned uh, one year old recently. On you made August it. 3rd. <laughs> Thanks. Congrats, <laughs> one my guy. The sun. There you go. Yeah. One you down. Made <laughs> you made um, it. And I got to tell you guys, being a parent is highly underrated, okay? Highly underrated because most of the people you probably talk to that have kids or if the topic gets brought up with a group of people, uh, will tell you all the bad things about being a parent and how difficult it is and, oh, you better watch out for this and be afraid of this and that and the other thing. And like, those things that people bring up, they're true. Like there are some difficult things, like not every day is going to be a cakewalk, but I have to say through one year of being a parent, it is highly underrated for how many good things there are about being a parent, how much fun it is, how enjoyable it is. Uh, we've had a blast this first year. It's been awesome. So shout out to my daughter who uh, maybe will listen to this podcast down, down the road. Um, but I will tell you one thing that I've recently experienced that is legitimately hard and all future parents should prepare for this. Uh, one thing that actually sucks about being a parent is when you childproof everything in your house and then you have to change everything about the way you used to do things, okay? Um, my daughter is highly mobile at the moment pulling herself up on everything, not quite walking yet, but like she's having a blast exploring. So we had to lock everything up. Like everything's locked up. Okay. You cannot, you need a magic code to get into any door or drawer in our house. And I can't like, it's been a month of this now. And I still haven't figured out, like I ha I go to the cabinet door and I pull it and it doesn't open. And I say, Oh shit. Every single time. This happens like 20 times a day. It's been happening for 20 times a day for an entire month. And I still haven't figured out that like we have these things with a magnet. So you got to take a magnet and put it on the door and that lets you open the door. That part of being a parent 
is legitimately hard and something that you need to prepare for right now because it's going to rock your life. It's going to rock your life. Other than that, parenting, I absolutely love it. I would recommend it to anybody that's interested, but you know, prepare, prepare for the childproofing. Yeah, that's my life. Uh, magnet locks on, because we now have, we had to, we had to hide the knives. So the knives are like now in a different place where Sersha can't get to them with the magnets. All the, you know, and of course, all the cleaning supplies, they have the magnets on them. Then we have different like other Sonoma. locks. It's like, it's, it's like William Sonoma. It's behind dude. the glass. You just got to yeah. get the key from, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's serious, dude. It's serious. Like when you're trying to buy, like, I don't know, what something from the store and you're just like, for you go to Target or Walmart, there's stuff up behind the glass. You got to like hit the button, you know? And you're like, and for somebody to come help you with that, like paint, you know? That's what it's like living at my house. Like I have to hit the button and then, have somebody help me to open some stuff. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. tough. But uh, not to gross you out, Dan. Uh, hashtag poop talk. We'll start this segment on the brunch breakdown. Ooh, um, you know what else is hard about being a parent? Because I love being a parent too. And I told you this when you were like having a kid or thinking about having a kid. I was like, it's great. Everyone else is, everyone talks about the bad. It's stupid. Yeah. But anyways, um, <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> a great equalizer. <laughs> Undefeated. Undefeated. Oh, dude. Undefeated. The <laughs> like you think the Chicago Bulls are a dynasty? No, 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 no. Diarrhea. <laughs> undefeated. No never one's beat. Doesn't diarrhea. matter. Doesn't matter who you are. And you know what? Nope. There's, you down. there's never a last dance. It never like, ends. <laughs> no, never ends. No, there's no cute documentary with it all summed up and Michael Jordan walking to the sunset. No, no. Diarrhea is staying here and it will be here to stay. There is no bigger dynasty. Because diarrhea, there's no cure for diarrhea. There's no <laughs> vaccine for diarrhea. No, 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 no. Like we saw chickenpox go away in our lifetime. Diarrhea still here. Yeah. Diarrhea will always be here. And it's disgusting. And dude, my daughter brought some stomach flu home and then my son got it. And then she just kept going. And like, you can't give kids medicine like you do us. So like, it's like seven days, 10 days. It felt like it was never ending Ooh. to the fact that now that they're well, their poop is great. I'm like, wow, this poop is, I missed it. It really, it really lowers, lowers your bar for expectations of yeah. like, what's great. Like I missed that poop. I literally almost shed a tear. I'm like, wow, this is normal poop. This is beautiful. Cause my God, dude, wet diarrhea cleaning. Just it's disgusting, but yeah, parenting's great. Except for diarrhea and magnet locks. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> Dan, get it off your chest. <laughs> oh, my Lanta. Um, all right. So this could, I guess, kind of tie into parenting in a way and more when your children are growing up and be, you know become a little bit older. Uh, one thing I want to say is don't be afraid. This is to the younger kids out there now. Or Skippy. Skippy listening. Don't be afraid to be different from your parents or just older generations than you. Um, so put it into perspective. I saw a dude on the road the other day on his big Harley, no helmet on Fu Manchu cigar. It's like a rush hour. And the dude's just going out for a joy ride. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, are we going to have these Hulk Hogan looking dudes on motorcycles without helmets in like 20 and 30 and 40 years from now? Is that like, person that character still going to be a thing are younger generations 
kids of his going to see that and be like, that's normal. So that thing like diarrhea will never go away. It's always going to be there. I just, I don't know. It made me think deep into the future and for kids to not be afraid to change of what they think is normal and what they are taught and what they're used to. Like I started thinking about it a little bit more and I'm like, these type of guys, there's plenty of these type of guys. And they're basically just all old wrestlers. Like they look like the undertaker. That guy looked like Hulk Hogan. You have the Ric Flair guys that are still in their seventies. Walk, you know, wearing suits, woo styling and profiling. Those guys are still out there. Guys like Vince McMahon that think they literally own everything and know everything. You have the stone cold, Steve Austin, the guy with the goatee, the bald head. You can find him in any bar, you know, drinking probably trash beer. Let's be honest. Mick Foley, plenty of those guys out there, fat, wear sweatpants out in public, don't care what they look like. So I don't know. Is this like a wrestler trend continue? Do we have a bunch of John Cena's coming up on four wheelers in a couple of years with the bright shirts, the you can't see me's, uh, Bray Wyatt face masks, Daniel Bryan, environmentally friendly type of adults. Is this like, do we get ensconced in these characters? A famous person once said, don't be a caricature, Kevin. Don't be a caricature. And that's my advice to the younger generation. Be yourself. Solid, solid quote. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny about bikers because I have thought many a time, like, isn't it so weird that like, like what about liking motorcycles makes everyone look like that? <laughs> right. You know, like exactly. we, we all love football, but we all look different, right? We all like, we, we don't all dress the same way. We don't all like, I don't, there's most hobbies. The people that are into that hobby don't also all look exactly the same, but like for some reason, motorcycles, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta stop. We gotta stop that trend right now. Break it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, dude, when I see that too, I'm just like, how old are you? You must be <laughs> younger than like what I think, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like it's, you know, slowly but surely it'll get taken away by something else, but I don't know what that other thing is. Yeah. You know, because less, way, less and less and less. There's people who are on motorcycles now, but I'm like, what is taking over that motorcycle thing? Is, that's a good question. Smart card. That's the question. Yeah. Maybe so that character dies, but it just gets replaced with something else where in 70 years they're going, man, are these guys still all looking this way? <laughs> like why? <laughs> Who knows? Bunch of, bunch, bunch of 50 years from now, a bunch of hipster looking guys that isn't a trend anymore will be, I don't know, mm. on a boat. Something weird. Mm. That could That's be a good it. one. Yeah, or maybe like the hoverboards. The, the, but like, there'll be actual hoverboards by that point, but we'll still be rolling around them on wheels, like the old school hoverboards or like scooters or something like that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, yourself. Well, dude, I'm, now I'm thinking about what that thing is that people are going to replace motorcycles with. Like, what is going to be that thing? All yeah. right. We'll, we'll think about that next episode. Let us yeah. have brunch breakdown. All right. Well, I'm going to get this off my chest. Um, <laughs> all right, boys. Kanye. Uh, we are picking a new stadium now. That is what was reported yesterday. 
But today, he was spotted in the Atlanta Falcons stadium walking around. A chef who apparently Kanye yelled at for wearing a white coat. You know, chefs wear white. Kanye was mad he was not wearing all black like everyone in Kanye's like posse. If you saw any of the thing, everybody was wearing black. Any of the, the listening party part two, everyone was wearing black. He was mad the chef wasn't wearing black. And that same chef posted on Instagram, Kanye walking around the stadium. So I asked you guys in this, get it off my chest. If you had to pick a, since the NFL season's getting ready to start, if you had to pick an NFL stadium to finish your album, where are you finishing it? Ooh, probably Vegas. Oh, now that's brilliant. Solid. Because not um, only are you, I didn't even in, think of that. Yeah, not only are you in Vegas, but like, it sure sounds like the amenities of that stadium are pretty classic. I haven't been to Jerry World, but knowing who Jerry Jones is and what he builds and things he does makes me think that that place is probably pretty souped up. I know it's a couple of years old now, but it's the largest one. So there's got to be, you don't, you're not going to stick Kanye in a closet or me in a closet. There's plenty of, there's, I'm sure there's bedrooms and whatnot going on in that stadium knowing Jerry Jones. So I might, I might lean Dallas if I'm not going Vegas. Yeah, see, I didn't, man, I wish I would have thought the way that you guys thought, because I just first, I immediately thought New Orleans. It's like, put me in the Superdome. Mm, but the bad. Superdome is old. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't have the amenities of what new stadiums have. But I immediately thought New Orleans, because I was like, I think it would be so much fun to finish doing an album, having that energy in at the Superdome like in new Orleans and feel that energy when you're walking the streets to like, that would be nice. But Kanye is looking for a new stadium. We're told we don't know yet. So those are some options for Kanye. If you're listening, Kanye, we know you or someone is a big fan of this podcast. <laughs> we know it's not think- green Bay. Cause cause green Bay is not a vacation destination. You only go there to play with Aaron Rodgers. So we know true. that's off the table. It's true. <laughs> It would be amazing if he was just like, you know what? I'm going to go finish this in Pittsburgh. Heinz Field, here I come. Kanye's just hanging out in the ring of honor. Heinz Field just just rated eighth worst NFL game day experience from all NFL teams, according to the NFL Network. So, sure. (laughs) I mean, what's worse? I'm just wondering what's worse. Like how? What are the seven worse than that? There's nothing more annoying than going to the, the North Shore on a Steeler game day. Like, and nothing more difficult than doing that. If you're not from there, oh my God. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We need, I need that list of those other seven. I'd be interested. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into the main course. Uh, since we are not doing Bruise Day until later on, let's get into what we're listening to. What music are we listening to this week? Dan, get us started. What do you listen to, man? Uh, I'm starting off with an artist I featured a few months ago, somebody that I had recently discovered a little while back and really got into his sound. Um, no disco, one word, no disco. Uh, he's kind of got that electric alternative style going on. Um, and he's back with a new track called Everything Happens. And it's very punchy, dancey, upbeat, 
and which is which is different from the the lyrics themselves are are more sad lyrics and this is starting to become a little bit more common trend where you have a sad song lyrically but the artist just takes the direction it, it takes it in a whole nother direction it's upbeat and that's what this song is everything happens my no disco guy's still getting started early in his career but I, i've really loved almost everything he puts out so hope you guys will enjoy that one beautiful beautiful all right i'll go next um justin bieber is being very underrated right now in this world because i'm seeing all these people because the grammy deadline is up this month i'm seeing a lot of people not mention justin bieber's justice in this conversation so grammy voters i know you listen to the brunch breakdown i need you to take a listen to justice again because this album is arguably the best pop album put out this year I love this album so much. I listened to it again. Like, am I missing something? No, I'm not missing anything. This album's still great. And I want to put on the playlist, Love You Different and Loved By You, featuring Beam and Burna Boy and those two songs together. And they're followed by Peaches, by the way, but I don't need to put that on the playlist. Everyone knows that song. But they're, though, that three-song stretch right there is as good as any three-song stretch on any album that's come out this year. So putting that on the playlist. I like it. Listen up. Listen up. Come Hard on. for Bieber to be underrated. Dude. Yeah. It's a little frustrating. I can All tell. this Olivia Rodrigo talk has gotten a little out of control. Well, I didn't know I about know. it, but now I'm not happy about it. It's out of control. Um, this is a song that I think the sounds of brunch sent me to. So once again, if you've not listened to the playlist before, no, normally the segment is at the end, right? So you're listening to this segment for the first time on the podcast. Our playlist not only has great music on it, but it sends you to great music. Uh, the band Lost Kings, have we featured them? Yeah. We mm-hmm. have. <laughs> okay, so that, this is where I get worried that I'm putting a song on. It's a while playlist. ago, though. Yeah, it's, it's been a little while. It's fine. I Miss the Future. Have we put that song on the playlist before? I don't think so. Okay, perfect. Because so. this yeah. is... I'm, I'm pretty confident in saying this is the song of COVID. Okay, this is like the COVID anthem for anybody over the last 18 months plus that has been frustrated at some point in time about wanting to do something and having it be canceled. Okay, Mm. the song talks about like all the parties that you were planning to go to, the flights you were going to take, the the rooftop parties you were going to have. And now you're just instead sitting at home watching Netflix on your computer. It is fantastic it's catchy it's going on the playlist i think you guys are going to love it beautiful nice like it what you got dan that was it me man yeah, we're already you. around the horn jeez uh <laughs> hippocampus um <laughs> sure i think i think i may have put them on <laughs> all, sure. all, all of right. course let me have put them on a while ago uh maybe the first rendition of the the brunch breakdown when we were doing these type of things but uh, they released a new song called Sex Tape because, of course, they did. Um, but it's actually a pretty summery, laid-back alternative jam. Good for the windows down. Um, it kind of reminded me at first. It kind of has a little bit of, of the 1975 vibes mixed with this, like, Californian twist, you know, somewhat mashed together. Um, we got to get all these summer tracks in as summer starts to, to wind down before time is running out. So this is a good one reminding people, Hey, it's still summer. We still got summer jams. 
Um, it may not be the best for family cookouts, just based on the lyrics and the title of the song, uh, but a, a really, really solid song. Really good one to enjoy the rest of summer with Sex Tape by Hippocampus. Nice. Uh, last week, Dan, you were like, nobody mentioned Billie Eilish's album. That's because I didn't get a chance to sit with it yet. Uh, okay. I got a chance to listen to it. And because you can't listen to Billie Eilish in the car. Not good car music. I don't think so. Headphone music. It's Billie yes. Eilish. This album is really freaking good. Sounds super different. Um, feel like it's more of like an R&B album, which I didn't expect more than anything. And I really, really like it. But song I want to put on is uh, I Didn't Change My Number. Love that song. And I just want to put that on the playlist. I love I love that song. Billy Boston. I, I, it's hard to pick one. I just I love yeah. this album so much. But yeah, Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish. Check it out if you haven't. Uh, that album is also not uh, suitable for trying to lift heavyweight. Uh, just put it out there. No. Yeah, I need Probably to find not. I need to find a new environment to, to listen to that one. Um, Lil Lotus, Think of Me Tonight is like right in the wheelhouse of the, the whole MGK 2020s pop punk revival thing that's going on right now. Um, and it's another one sounds a brunch sent me right to it. Went through the whole discography, loved everything in there, but thinking me tonight is probably my favorite song. Um, I would encourage you to, if you like that song to listen to more, but that's the one I'll put on the playlist for this week. All right. So the last one I have is a Chris Gates special. We're throwing it back a little bit. Typically I don't, I don't throw it back too often on the sounds of brunch, but I'm doing it this week because I was listening to one of the greatest radio stations in the history of mankind, uh, pop 2k, otherwise known as pop DK. Uh, my specialty, you can hear me DJ on there from four to six, uh, Monday through Thursday, some 41 summer off of all killer, no filler, which I think Chris, you mentioned a while ago, is like 20 years old this year. That song is so underrated and so easily forgotten. Yeah. Because they have so many other good songs and that album itself is loaded. It's a perfect song all around. It's when I heard it again, not that long ago, I'm like, I forgot this is easily one of my favorite songs of some 41. Mm. And what you were just talking about there, actually, Chris, with MGK and this like pop punk revival, like this song this style that some 41 had could easily still be popular today. The style that they approached the music, it still bangs and it could be, if it was new music, it still could be. And this song is a perfect example of it. Summer sub 41. I started here in the beginning of that song. The minute you said the name of it, you're right. Yeah. That's a really good song. That's a really good yeah. song. Well, I'm throwing it back too, guys. Uh, mainly because we talked about Wisconsin last week, which made me think of Wisconsin and T Pain's I Can't Believe It. And we almost had another drink spill out of Chris. That's two <laughs> we weeks in a row. One. We almost lost it. And we just can't check that video. Hey, guys, I, that one, <laughs> I'm putting it on the playlist. I love that song. I've played it like four times because I'm typing Wisconsin. And I'm like, Wisconsin is like all I could think about when I'm typing Wisconsin. And yeah, I can't believe it. T-Pain, put that on the playlist, man. I love that. I love that so much. Um, 
All right, I got two. I got two for you guys because since we're doing throwbacks, uh, my daughter's favorite thing to say right now is da, 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 da. Do you remember there was a song in like the 90s that was just called uh, da, 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 da. It's on a commercial again. They just put that on a commercial. And oh, I was really? like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. I don't know who sings it, but we'll find it. We'll put it on the playlist. There's your throwback. <laughs> um, and then here's the throwback artist, but with a new song, Newfound Glory has a new song out called Backseat and it goes. I mean, man, there you talk about Sum 41, how good they were back in the day and like how they still hold up. I, th- I think the greatest pop punk band of all time is Newfound Glory. All props to Blink-182 for starting, you know, blowing the, the, the scene up and all that stuff. But like no band has consistently pumped out, no pop punk band has consistently pumped out very, very good music like Newfound Glory. And they just continue to do it. The song is tremendous. Tons of energy. I think you guys are going to love it. So we'll throw that on there as well with Da Da Da. You will never not find a more eclectic mix of music than the sounds of brunch brought to you every week. You are welcome. No, you won't. And <laughs> Da 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 is by the group, uh, the German band Trio. Songs released in 1982. Oh, really? Ooh, really? Yes. 1982. Wow. Interesting. Yes. Wow. Shouts to them. So, if that is the right song, because honestly, I'm gonna, be thousand, I'm gonna be a thousand percent honest with you. I have no idea who sang the song. So like, <laughs> yeah. And, but I know the song, but the thing is, it doesn't help you on Google. Cause you know, like Google has like the questions and you like click down. It's like, what is the da 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 song? What song goes da 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 da. How can you find the song by humming da da da? What movie is da 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 in? Who yeah. did who did da da da? So yeah, doesn't help. And there's a lot of different answers for them. So just I'm guessing it's trio. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. So it's, it's trio or someone else. I don't know. That track didn't make our uh, best of now bracket. We didn't <laughs> make that one one of the best. It didn't didn't reach topic there, unfortunately. All right, well, let's get into brunch court. Now we got a couple items. Dan, what are we judging? What food are we picking or dissing today, man? Yeah, we've got some. We haven't done brunch court in a little while, so we've got some special ones here today, very unique ones here today. Uh, Chris, let's pull up the ramen item first as we pull that up. Again, perfect reason to watch these videos on YouTube and Facebook, What you can see right here. Yes, indeedy. Cup of noodles, pumpkin spice flavor. This is a real thing. This isn't one of those jokes that you see this time of year, every year. Cup of noodles, pumpkin spice flavor. These are exclusive to Walmart. Will be out in October. And believe it or not, we can comment on this separately, perhaps, but the press release suggests topping the noodles with whipped cream for, quote, the full pumpkin spice experience. Very, very interesting here. Pumpkin spice flavor with other natural flavors, ramen noodles in sauce, cup of noodles. We all know we've all been to college. Boys, loving to get your takes on pumpkin spice ramen noodles. No. <laughs> This is going to be the quickest one we've ever done because <laughs> the answer is no. 
can it, can I, any, any deeper explanation as to why? Is it just the, the stigma of what pumpkin spice season is and it's going too far? Or do you legitimately think this would not taste good? No, it has nothing to do. There are good things that have pumpkin spice in them that taste good, Dan. I know that you are flying that flag. Okay. I oh, know. Yeah. Um, oh, not dissing pumpkin spice here, just dissing this terrible idea. This is no, I go back to what I say. Every time we have a terrible idea on this show, no one was asking for this. No one needs this. Of course, it's exclusive to effing Walmart. Okay. This is just, no, it's just it sounds disgusting. And even like the way that you prepare ramen, right? You heat it up with like the water and stuff like that. And then you're going to put whipped cream on it. Like, what are we doing? That's just, it's stupid. Stop it. Yeah. Listen, ramen is fine. Like, but nobody wants to put pumpkin spice on their noodles. That's disgusting. I'm, I'm sorry, Dan. Yeah, pump, some pumpkin spice stuff is fine. I, this is not. And then the whipped cream part. I, I just, yeah. I, I don't even want to watch a video of someone doing that. I might throw up. Yeah, I'm with you. The whipped cream part is taking it a little too far. Now. I'll be honest. When I first saw this, I thought disgusting. No, terrible, bad, downgrade, guilty. But then I thought about it. <laughs> okay. Trying to, you know, get my pumpkin spice coat, take it off just from a normal taste perspective. I think this would actually taste pretty good. I do. This is more of the sweet than this or the, you know, sweet than savory. So you have to realize that. I think that's why they threw the whipped cream thing in there because it's like, this isn't really dinner. This is a late night snack. You're getting a little bit of that sweet, that pumpkin spice. It's not like it's going to have chicken broth in it where it's going to taste disgusting with your hot water. I think this could actually be decent. Chris, you're right. They probably sold it to Walmart and they were like, sure, we'll take it. No one else wants it. Uh, Glad to have it. But I think, I actually think, this could be decent, maybe not good, but decent. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say thumbs up. Dan, this is just proof that things get worse when you start thinking. Because <laughs> I just love to you that you were like, you know, I thought this was terrible, but then I thought to myself, can the pumpkin spice king not like this? Yeah, that's right. what you did. That's exactly what you did yeah. just now. And yes, I you are allowed to not like things. It. I think there probably are things that are pumpkin spice that I would say. Flag on the play, too far. That's not and true. And that's Dan. what I first did here. I it was I picked up the flag, I reviewed it, and I picked up the flag. So that's where I stand. If you're willing to eat this with pumpkin with whipped cream on it, you will not say no to anything. Pumpkin spice, I refuse. There's nothing pumpkin spice that you can't like. You'll be like, yeah, pumpkin spice, chicken wings, cool, gonna eat them. Because if you're gonna eat that, then you'll eat anything pumpkin spice, Dan. Sorry. Um, I'm no not a. Uh, I'm not a Walmart shopper by any means, but I'm going to have to put a reminder on my phone in October to try to go find this because we can do this taste test on the air. We haven't done it alone in a little while, but I'll ship one to each of you fellas as well. I I just want to point out that um, a lot of video reviews go wrong. Okay. And, Mm -hmm. you know, answer me this, Dan. Uh, Did Jesse James score a touchdown way back in the day? Did he score? He did. That's I was actually case. at that game. He did. Yeah. 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 Okay. So just remember that every time you go to video <laughs> review for your pumpkin spice stuff, what are we doing next? That was great. Oh. So next, this one's going to be, I think even more interesting. We're talking ice cream, but we're talking Cheetos. 
specifically hot Cheetos. Okay. So this is from Marble Slab Creamery. They're mostly located in the South, kind of like how the Cold Stone branches and, and things like that are. This is Flaming Hot Cheetos ice cream and milkshakes. They say that the flavor has, it's a sweet cream based ice cream mixed with flaming hot Cheetos. You can see on the photo here, the milkshake looks pink because it's probably ice cream mixed with, with that and top with a little sprinkled Cheetos on top. And the ice cream looks kind of like a regular flavored vanilla ice cream, but it's got sprinkles of flaming hot Cheetos all over it. They probably mix it in there on the slab for you. The tagline here is surprisingly cool, but boys, <laughs> flaming hot Cheetos, ice cream, and shakes. What do you think? Is this the summer treat that you need? No, no, <laughs> again, no. Who was like, I want that milkshake? Looks like you're drinking hot sauce. Like you took a milkshake and you put hot sauce in it and stirred it up. Who wants that? I don't want that. Yeah. No, this is a bad idea. To Didi's point, I've never thought, uh, you know, what would make this ice cream better is if it made me sweat. <laughs> uh, with that said, so this is a terrible idea, but we compare this to the one we just reviewed. I would actually try this because it sounds so weird. So like, I think that's important to, to mention because we've, we've all said no to a lot of things in brunch court over the, over the episodes, but uh, we've often said, but I would try it. And for this one, I would try it just because it, it is so strange. Um, but at the end of the day, I know I would, I would not like it. And I think it's dumb and yeah, it's just now. Yeah. Big time guilty for me here too. Uh, I went over the whole spice and heat thing last week in the chess segment and this Basically, could fall into that category. Not that you basically basically would get a lot of pain out of this, but this just doesn't sound like the flavor. There's a reason this hasn't been done before. Okay, there's a reason this hasn't been done before. It works with tacos at Taco Bell, I'm sure, but certainly not with ice cream. Certainly not with milkshakes. I mean, ooh, no, the hot and cold thing. There's a reason there's separate knobs on sinks. Don't mix them together in a desserts. Guilty. Guilty as charged. Yeah. Like, I like flaming Hot Cheetos. I don't want them near my ice cream. Like, nowhere near my ice cream. I, I Like, I won't even... No, I wouldn't even try this because of, if you, you know, rewind back to what I talked about earlier in the podcast about diarrhea, that's what that <laughs> looks like. Drink that milkshake, and I, pr I pr you know what you're getting. Like, if you drink that milkshake, you're like, oh, man, I got so sick after. Yeah. You shouldn't be shocked. Shouldn't be shocked at all. This is all bad. Bad. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Well, that was brunch court for this week. It was a wild one, <laughs> a wild episode. I know I had those ones waiting. I, I, I knew, I knew they would be good. That's a rough one. Well, this is the brunch breakdown and coming up next, we are going to do something special. We're going to do a midsummer's brew with our friend Jenkins of the legend status podcast. So if you're waiting for brews day, it is coming up next. So Dee talked about a new segment here and it's a new segment with me. The legend. Nobody else. I've got a reservation at this brunch table. And guess what? This legendary seat is for me. And you all can join too, I guess. They invite you to the brunch table every single Thursday. 
and you happily walk yourselves up to this brunch table and feast. It's my turn. I get to join. I'm here at the brunch table live with the boys from brunch, Chris, Dan, and Didi, the brunch breakdown. Boys, what's going on? Hey, buddy. What's up, dude? What's the green belt? What's the green belt above your head? What's that? That right there is my 24-7 WWE championship that uh, a groom, a certain groom in this group has bestowed upon me for being the best man at his wedding. How do you not say that on the podcast? How did I not know that you handed him a belt to be the best man? <laughs> Dan, you are the worst. We just talked for like 15 minutes about pumpkin spice ramen noodles. And you don't tell I us did. that you actually had a great story about how you picked your best man. Why do we do this podcast yeah. with you? Uh, I don't, I don't Dan, know. Dan, Dan, yeah. Dan, Dan, Dan. I Dan. shared my daughter's diarrhea with you. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, the, the, the listeners of the brunch breakdown have established a very close, intimate, dare I say, relationship with us. And for you to not share that with them is just wrong, you know? And, uh, you know, I know Kanye is going to listen to this tomorrow and he's going to be really upset and, you know, that may influence where he finishes recording his album. And it's all because of you. He may, he may end up doing it in Cleveland and that's your fault. Oh, Oh, well, my sincerest apologies to the entire brunch breakdown audience uh, for for not mentioning that story. Yes, that's the twenty four seven championship, which is all just all around hilarious on WWE programming. But twenty four seven had a different meaning for this, and that's how he was uh, bestowed that wonderful championship. The legend. It was a legendary story, is what it was. Uh, I won't bore you with the details, but it really was. Uh, it. it- when he presented that championship, it was just kind of, and, and I'll back him up on this. I'm sure he was waiting for, you know, the legend to tell the story. Uh, he didn't want to necessarily steal the thunder, even though it was, you know, for him. So yes. that's how I'll back him up on that. <laughs> but uh, moving forward, or I guess past the 24-7 championship, guys, we're here to do something for all of our listeners, the OGs, the uh Brunch guests. I know we talked about this before, Dan, Dan and I, about uh, what you call your fans, but I'll just happily refer to them as brunch guests. We're here to do a certain uh, Midsummer's Brew. And I'm really stoked to be on here with you guys, join you at the brunch table. I appreciate you accepting my invitation. Uh, yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. This yeah, will be fun. Yeah, of course, man. We're glad yeah. we could uh, finally do this. We, we heard the pleas. We got the DMs. We got the messages. <laughs> And here we are to talk all things beer with you. Uh, jokes on you. Half of them were made up people that I pretended to be and sent you DMs just so it would seem more of a need. But that's cool. under the rug. Thanks, now. Kevin Durant. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, for those of you who don't know me, I am the legend. Uh, you can find me when I'm not at the brunch table every other Tuesday on all your favorite streaming sites, at, as in Apple D Podcast, Google the Podcast. Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You can find me on Twitter at BRJ underscore, or I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead to untapped. I'm thirsty. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Legend Status Pod. Uh, you can also find me on untapped at BRJ underscore the underscore legend. Brunch Boys, I and know we're going to, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, and of course, for your listeners, you know where to find us at Brunch Breakdown. We appreciate the shouts out you give us 
every week there, my friend. You can find the Brunch Breakdown everywhere that you find the Legend Status Podcast, plus other ones like iHeartRadio, every social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, TikTok, at Brunch Breakdown. Just find us there. I realize I'm the only one yelling right now. I don't know why I'm yelling. I'm just sitting here yelling into my <laughs> microphone works. as usual. We're going to be asked to leave this table for brunch if you don't calm down. <laughs> I'm just so excited. That's the Midsummer's Brew. And for the record, I did spell it wrong. Midsummer's, uh, Midsummer's Night's Eve or Eve's Dream or whatever it is, is actually S-U-M-M-E-R-S. So it's that actually sounded like I think that's yeah. a porn film, my dude, my dude. Yeah. Midsummer Eve's Dream. It's I think just, that has a different meaning. Yeah, it's just <laughs> Midsummer Night's Dream. That's it. There's no <laughs> not I didn't Midsummer do Night's Wet Dream or anything like that. <laughs> Midsummer Night's Dream. I, I didn't do so well in English, let alone Shakespeare culture uh, in college. So it's, that's clearly showing right now. Uh, so. Just a little bit about the Midsummer's Brew, which is actually spelled S-U-M-M-E-R-S, as we just painfully explained. Uh, we've had a lot of beers. I've had a lot of beers. The Brunch Breakdown's had a lot of beers. And we want to talk about them. I know a lot of you guys out there that are listening want to know more about craft beer. And you rely on the legend. And you rely on Brews Day to find out what to drink next. So this is a guide. Consider this your encyclopedia of craft beer for this past year and for this upcoming year. So brunch breakdown, what I, what I was wanted to start off with is something that's somewhat like beer, but deserves to be on the menu, as you call it, uh, seltzers. I want to talk about the seltzer game. I know a lot of you guys, like I said, one of you likes a German beer that tastes like beer. I know some of you like rosé tasting alcoholic beverages, and one of you is a craft beer aficionado, no, Without the D. <laughs> Again, English. Uh, tell me what you think. Uh, yay or nay to seltzers? Anybody who wants to take it away. Who's going? Who's going on this? I'll Who's go got the shortest stick? I'll go first. I love seltzers. Seltzers are great because you can smash a bunch of them and you don't really get too shit-faced. <laughs> so I like them. They're perfect for beach chills, like just hanging out of the beach. You can just pound a couple seltzers. Everything is good. And uh, you don't get that that beer, you know, that just you don't feel all like, you know, huge after you have a couple after you have a few. And it's just it's great to drink in the sun. Seltzers. I'm all for them. All for them. Dan. <laughs> I'm 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 not for seltzers. And it's because for every reason that Didi just gave, I, I wish I was into seltzers. I can't get behind the carbonated seltzer water. I, there's something there in the taste that I don't like. I like other carbonated beverages. Pop is fine. I don't drink it, but the taste of seltzers, I can't, I just can't do it. I try a lot of them. My fiance enjoys them. I try hers. There's probably about a 5% mark of seltzers that I actually enjoy or would enjoy. I just, I don't know what it is. I wish I could have a lower ABV drink that isn't a, a Corona or a trash light. Um, unlike what we've got here today that I'll show you uh, when we do Bruce Day here momentarily. But yeah, I, I, I wish I could get behind them, especially for the summertime, but it's, there's just a tasting there for me. Yeah. I'm not that big of a fan. I've tried, I think, 
I don't know. I, I feel like I've tried the majority of them and I'm kind of in the same boat as Dan, where it's like something about seltzer water, soda water, club soda, whatever you want to call it. Like, I think it's just like you you either really love it or you really hate it. And uh, <clears throat> I'm not a big fan. Now there are some seltzers that really kind of mask it with the flavor, which is nice. But then I feel like, you know, for me with my, my, in terms of alcohol, what I enjoy is kind of not on the sweeter side, but most seltzers tend to be on the sweeter side. And sure. I can, you know, I just don't, I don't like to put down a ton of those. It doesn't, my stomach doesn't like it. So um, yeah, I'm just not a fan, but to DD's points, I certainly think that they have uh, a place and like Dan and I, seem to be on the outside looking in because everybody loves this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Minority for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of surprised. I mean, it, it, Steel City, I know that you weren't a huge fan of seltzers. Uh, I, I've, I've drank a good amount of beers with you as seen on my show. I feel like I've mentioned your name like 6 million times per episode because of something that I've drank with you. Uh, but I, I, I'm alongside Didi here. Uh, I do like the seltzer game. Uh, I think light beer can kind of taste like metal. It tastes metallic to me and it's filling. So for me to want to be drunk and not taste metal, I'm seltzer boy shawty all day. That that's like, that's, that's the legend It's, it's just going to be seltzers during the summer. I mean, I don't want them during the winter. It's cold. I mean, beers are supposed to be cold, but you want like a heavier beer there for the summer. I'm all day seltzer. Well, you that's, that's a great point because you talked about not for the winter, Seltzers typically aren't for the winter, but Bud Light has something else in mind. Isn't that, isn't that right? Let's, uh, let's talk about what Bud Light has in store for the fall in the seltzer market. Bud Light is the, first I'll stay, I'll start off like this. The Bud Light seltzer game is actually pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I never liked Bud Light in my life. Their seltzer game is pretty good. They're releasing Fall flavor seltzers. So <laughs> we're doing this again. I just saw, I just saw Didi's face. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> the releasing fall flavors. And I know someone's pumpkin spiced ass is ready. <laughs> Me? I, I don't know. Unless they have pumpkin pie. If they can hit that, I'm in. And yes, that's what she said. But. I mean, fall flavors for seltzer. I don't know. A lot of the fall flavors for me kind of taste like leaves, you know, like uh, one of the, I forget who did it, but it's, it's one of the pumpkin beers. One of the million pumpkin beers they sold out of for Manny brothers at one point tasted like leaves, but as long as they don't do that, (laughs) as long as they don't do that, I'm okay. What about, and I think, I think you've been eating too many candles there lately there legend. Um, So the, the variety pack of, Fall flavors for Bud Light seltzers this year are apple crisp, maple pear, toasted marshmallow, and you damn right, pumpkin spice. <laughs> so this is uh, Mr. Legend, sir. You you joined us after Dan just tried to back up the idea of pumpkin spice ramen noodles with whipped cream on it. And uh, I don't think Dan should get to talk about this. So Dee Dee and I will. Continue. <laughs> yes. Um, I just don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't get this at all. Seltzers are supposed to be light, refreshing, and a lot of the flavors that Dan just mentioned and the time of year just doesn't scream uh, seltzer to me. I, I. But admittedly, I already said I don't like seltzers. So Dee Dee, 
I feel like this is really your kind of, if you will, brunch court to uh, lay the hammer down. Listen, this is disgusting to me, but I will say, (laughs) I know that I'm going to end up trying these at some point. Because there, seltzers are everywhere you go now. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what you do. And, you know, and if, who knows, if we happen to be able to leave our houses this year for the holiday seasons, these will be around. These will be at everyone's Halloween, whether you go to, you know, you go to someone's house for, I don't know, for a Halloween party or whatever it is, or Thanksgiving, these are going to be there. Like, for sure. So I feel like at some point, all of us are going to be trying an apple crisp seltzer of some sort because they're going to be everywhere and you're just going to see it and you're like well you know whatever my wife will finish this i guess so (laughs) you'll try it i don't know about apple crisp but i know that i'll be a toasty marshmallow boy that's for sure yeah yeah i mean now they're getting into that i had that craft beer tree gun on bruise day for a while where there was marshmallow in the beer for a long time so yeah, as much of an anti-Celsi that I am, I'm certainly interested in trying all of these. I hope I hope I like the pumpkin spice one, and now I'll just have to load up for the summer like I do every other pumpkin, pumpkin spice food Spunkin. flavor or variety. That's right. But maybe this is like, is this like <laughs> California fall, DD, where you can still be drinking seltzers because it's warm out, but it's like, hey, you want to taste how fall used to taste back home? Here you go. That's oh, fair. No, hold on. That's fair. You guys tailgate every saturday or whatever like these will be there someone's yeah, but they bringing shouldn't. these they shouldn't uh, though like someone is absolutely <laughs> bringing these you're right <laughs> but they shouldn't i just thought the seltzer the seltzer yeah. game should stick stay in your lane you have the summer <laughs> you dominate the summer let everybody else let liquor and craft beer take over for the cold seasons okay california falls and you know in the south i can kind of understand as a quick, as a quick aside, uh, remember when I tasted all that low calorie beer, which is like kind of almost like seltzers to begin with, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to be peddling icy light mango to anybody that comes to my tailgate. I got to get oh. rid of this shit. I got so much of it. Oh. There's going to be a cooler. There's going to be a cooler where all the shitty beer goes. And then that's free to anybody. And if anybody brings these seltzers, they're going in the cooler with the icy light mango. Cause I got to get rid of it. I got to get rid of it. <laughs> Oh boy, we gotta get we gotta talk Bruise Day here. We gotta get some good we beer. Have this. To. We're, we're go. talking Midsummer's. Beer. You know, we're talking. We're getting way outside the realm here. I don't like this. I don't like where this is going. We got an icy light mango on the menu today. That's a that's a brunch special for you. Oh boy, can't wait. Four ninety nine. Let's go. Uh, let's let's do let's do Bruise Day. I've never introduced a Bruise Day. I do beer of the week over there on the legend status, but over there on the legend status, but. Uh, <laughs> What do you guys, what, uh, Danny, why don't you start us off for, for a bruise day? Let's, let's get it cooking. All right. Here's what I'm sipping on this week for bruise day. Since it's our midsummer's, uh, our midsummer's brew, our midsummer night's brew, our midsummer's <laughs> wet dream brew, whatever it is. Uh, <laughs> like I am going to pick my favorite beer from this year. That's why I brought, I came heavy. I came with my favorite beer this year, golden road, Palisades, pineapple. This is oh, my favorite beer. Let's go. This year, I always, I always have to pick it up now. Like I'll pick up other beers for Bruise Day, but always have to have this. When I run low, I gotta get this. It's a wheat beer. It's got pineapple, and it's just awesome. And as you will learn, Legend, me and Chris are not the great beer explainers as you and Dan are. So <laughs> this is great, and uh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Didi, oh, I respect man. that description. I, I, I like I, that too. I hear what you're saying, man. I hear what you're saying. I feel like I can taste the beer based off of what you said. And it sounds mm-hmm. phenomenal. That's what I mean. I'm all and, about that. And like the can is literally just, it's, it's the PCH. It's freaking the Pacific Palisades. It's, it's, it's pretty beautiful. Great. It's just the beach. I get so jealous every time you talk about that beer. Oh boy. <laughs> great pick for today. Great pick. It's great. I like that. Chris, what are you sipping on? All right. Um, I promised last week on the brunch breakdown that I was bringing a beer to bruise day. Ooh. That <laughs> thank you. Thank you for doing Ooh. that, Chris. Ground oh, cool. Bre- groundbreaking. Um, that was gonna be right up Steel City Dan's alley. And yes. uh, I think oh, I think I'm delivering here. As as uh Wisconsin's uh one true son, this beer is from you and Giannis. You and Giannis. That's right. <laughs> One one of two true sons uh, from Wanakee, Wisconsin. Bless you. (laughs) This is a black and blue chocolate chip pancake stout from Untitled Art. Okay. And here is the can. Yes. One of the specialties of this brewery is their can art. Okay. So that's right. Untitled Art. Yes. Amazing. Uh, Who are you? They have some tremendous, tremendous beers that I'm trying to get my hand, my hands on more of. Um, but this one, I had to taste it ahead of time because, like Didi said, like me and Didi don't have the descriptions of Dan. <laughs> okay, and uh, given that I was going to have a Steel City Dan beer, I had to have a taste of this beforehand. And <laughs> all I can tell you is that this tastes like you're eating chocolate chip pancakes. It is oh. phenomenal. It is Woo! phenomenal. Dan, I am going to see you tomorrow. Legend, I'm also going to see That's you true. tomorrow. And Ugh. I will be bringing one for both of you to try. Oh, wow. Oh, this is. That's, that's incredible. This is lovely. Okay. That's legendary. That is. Oh, boy. That's legendary. Happy Many thank day. yous in advance. Oh. Untitled art. I know the brewery. I've never been able to get my hands on it. The can is beautiful and it sounds even more beautiful running down your throat, Chris. I can't wait to see and taste that tomorrow. And I'm That's talking sure. about you. <laughs> I will tell you, Dan, there's a, there's a, uh, a sour that I had from them two weekends ago when I got this and it, it legitimately might be the best beer I've ever tasted. Uh, so Ooh. I got to get my hands on more of it. And when I do, Good I will price. share where I can shout out to my brother-in-law, Dan, Dan. This one. Dan, you're a good man. Good man. Problem for you though is that now we demand we demand more. Yes. Hey, we'll hook him up. We'll we'll find out the exchange. We'll make we'll make that happen. Amazing. I, I just want to know before we go on, like what happened? We you've you've grown in craft beer. I mean, I, I remember not too long ago, and I make jokes made a joke already, but about how you brought a German beer and you're like, ah, this tastes like beer. It's, it's okay. And now <laughs> you're like, I've got, I've got a double chocolate chip stout from, yeah. uh, from it's, it's, it's thrilling. I, yeah, I'm really the proud power of bruise day. The power of bruise day. I'm, I'm a dad Shoot. now I'm growing up, you know, this is, just, <laughs> this is how it goes. This is how it works. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, well, what I've got is today is another very, very special beer near and dear to my heart that I saved for this very special episode. It's a collaboration between two of my favorite breweries in the history of mankind, Cinderland's Beer Company and Evergrain Brewing oh. Company, both 
Pennsylvania base, one Western, one Central. Evergreen makes the Sorbettos. I think I've featured a couple Sorbettos here before in their series. Cinderland's local to Pittsburgh. This beer I've had for a little while, but it's because it's that damn special. It's called Highway Strawberry, S-T-R-O-B-B-E-R-Y, Tart Shake IPA. And gentlemen, this is perfect for brunch. This is a strawberry waffle tart shake IPA. And it is phenomenal. In fact, legend over there, this is one of the first craft beers I ever gave gave him. And he was still a rookie at the time. Probably didn't appreciate as much as he realized he would down the road. It's Um, It's a sin. Yes. But these, this beer will probably never be released again. You get, amazing tart strawberry flavor and then you kind of get that maple waffle that goes with it that that balances it that gives you brunch in a can here the highway (laughs) strawberry cinderlands evergreen coming together for an absolute beaut of a beer some of jealousy yikes well legend tell us what uh, you're sipping on it's all me so i got this wonderful uh coors light Right here. You, you, you are about, kidding. we can take you off of this right now. <laughs> yeah. I was getting ready to like hit like, end meeting. Right now. Like, <laughs> the, the brunch was like, this was a mistake. Is yeah. what this was. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, what I'm drinking here today is actually a uh, fun housewarming gift. Uh, this is from the brew gentleman called Muchos Mahalos. Mm. This is a, it's a tropical wheat beer. It's got passion fruit, orange, and guava. I'm not a huge fan of wheat beers. Like anytime I think of wheat beer, I think of like blue moon, you know, where it's just like, you got that like little hint of orange and the rest is just kind of like hazy beer. This isn't that like, this gives me all of the guava, all of the dragon fruit, uh, all of that gives me the orange too. Uh, for a wheat beer. It was just, it was great. Like I tasted it uh, again, not a huge wheat beer fan. So I was a little hesitant when it came to wheat beer. But this got a four two five out of me on Untapped. Uh, it's 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 thrilling. It's light enough. It's heavy enough. There we go. I had to get the click in there. I hope I got it. But that's what I got. It's wonderful. Yeah, I think that's a beer that all of you Ugh. other gentlemen would enjoy as well. Brew gentleman does a great job. You do the twelve ounce twelve ounce can, which is also. Nice. You get a craft beer, 12 ounces. Sometimes it can be too much, too heavy. Yeah, that's a that's a great pick for Bruce Day. That beer is speaking my language. I mean, <laughs> that's I mean <laughs> passion fruit, guava. Give me give me all the guava. I will drink any beer with guava. Give me yeah, all the you, guava. And you got it too. It's it's right in there. It's it's smack dab in the middle. I'll tell you what I do wish I had for Bruce Day, though. I, I don't have it. And this is kind of a news story for you guys as well. I'm not sure if, if perhaps you've heard about this, uh, but there is going to be a Mountain Dew alcohol nowadays. Pepsi is coming out with a Mountain Dew alcohol. Yes. So educate us. Yeah. So believe it or not, this is another, again, a story you think would be fake. It's 100% real alcoholic Mountain Dew coming your way. Pepsi and Sam Adams teaming up to give you hard Mountain Dew hitting shelves early 2022. 
You can see the photo of it there. If you're, if you're watching with us on YouTube or on Facebook, you see the photo of the hard zero sugar, mind you, which is the most mind boggling thing out of all of this <laughs> Mountain Dew famously famous for giving you a lifetime supply of sugar in an entire bottle, but they're going to come out with this hard 5% ABV. I suppose we're going to call this a seltzer. It's basically what it is. It's, it's going to be a, a malt beverage with zero sugar. And it looks like the flavors that they're going to deliver are whatever you call Mountain Dew traditional, uh, <laughs> black oh, cherry and watermelon appear to be in the lineup right now. Again, early 2022 Mountain Dew hard. Yeah. What do you boys think? What do you boys think of this? I mean, I know we just talked seltzers fall. This is, this is another ballpark. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a sucker for black cherry, but man, Mountain Dew alcohol just screams neck beards and sailors. I mean, <laughs> I, I just don't know. I, like I, I want to try, I, I wouldn't mind trying the black cherry, but boy, I don't know. I feel like I'd have to do a binger of like a week's worth of Xbox and Doritos for this. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Maybe I'd try the black cherry. Don't tell Chris Gates, but oh, he's right here. Uh, but <laughs> I think I'd try the black cherry and be um, be disappointed in myself afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw these, uh, the first thing that came to mind was like, are they trying to do for loco? And then I saw, 5% alcohol. And I realized, no, they're not trying. To <laughs> loco. Um, but uh, yeah, man, this is, I, this is what I, I would certainly taste a few sips of this. I don't think I need, I don't think I need to make uh, an investment and buy like a pack of it. <laughs> <laughs> there needs to be something said about, um, I understand that people our age are the ones that are in charge of things now. Right. So you've got like, you've got millennials and you've got like Gen Z, they are in charge of things. Now you're taking away the creativity from college students because my friend hat who listens to this podcast had a drink called the incredible hat and it was captain Morgan and Mountain Dew. And I hit him up as soon as I saw this, because I was like, dude, this is the incredible hat. You have to sue. And like, <laughs> I don't, and I feel like there's some college kid right now who is 21 or younger, but let's say 21 just to be safe. And he can just go get Mountain Dew at the store. And instead of using that creativity, that good old fashioned American ingenuity that we're missing in this country today and make his own Mountain Dew drink, make his own black cherry Mountain Dew drink or watermelon Mountain Dew drink. This is a problem. This is a problem. College students, this is going to affect the creativity and the ingenuity in this country. Mountain Dew, this is wrong. I'm with you, dude. This takes me back to like we were talking about Truly was putting out popsicles and like, like talking about slushies and stuff like that. And yep. like I remember in Oakland going to the gas station because they had a slushy machine and we thought it was like such a cool idea to go get the uh, like the ICs. And then bring them back and like dump a little bit out and then pour, I don't know, hollers yep. or whatever into it. And like you had a huge, <laughs> a huge painful drink 
for like a buck <laughs> 50. And now, yeah, I'm with you, man. That's a great point. Uh, I, I've got a, I've got a piggyback off of Didi's thing here. I mean, so once you put it into those terms, I'm kind of on board. There were certain times over in uh, Kent state university uh, where I would enlist the help of a certain member of brunch to uh, get me vodka. And uh, what we used to do is go to Rosie's and buy uh, the old, uh, the old, I don't know if they'd still have the pot, but, but vault. And we'd, uh, we'd, we'd oh. take down half of that and we'd pour in the vodka into the vault, you know, bottle and it would become vodka. <laughs> I, like I miss yeah. vodka. This yeah. is not a good replacement for that. So I, I, I might, I might pivot here. So, ugh. yeah. In uh, a quick, quick sidebar to that story, when I'd have to buy you bottom shelf <laughs> vodka, I would Here say we go. it was so bad. It was under the bottom shelf. I'd have to lift the bottom <laughs> shelf up and reach into the basement of the store to reach the vodka, vodka that he wanted. But I'm with you guys. I, I don't like this idea. Am I going to try it? You're damn right. you damn skippy. Uh, there's Skippy again, a couple of Skippy references on this episode. Um, but n- n- no, um, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just feel like I, I've, I've spoken my piece. I, I have spoken. Uh, speaking of killing things, uh, there was a, there was a, there was a topic, uh, that we had, that I had read about at least that I was curious to pick your brains about. Uh, Miller Coors came out with a list of breweries that uh, that should that, that that are dead at this point. They said R.I.P. to these breweries and had a nice little list of them. Um, I'm curious if 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 you have the list, I I don't have it in front of me. Uh, they, they listed off a couple of breweries that that should die, and, and I thought of I thought of a couple that we would that I should add to it. I'm curious if you guys had had seen that. And, and, and thought of any breweries that should be added to that. Killing off breweries. Yes. Here's the official release from uh, Molson Coors. Uh, Milwaukee's Best Premium, Mickey's Fine Malt Liquor, mm. Henry Weinhardt's Private Reserve, Keystone Ice, Ham's Special Light, Key Lightful, whatever the bloody hell that is, Ice House Edge, Magnum, Miller High Life Light, Steel Reserve 211, in Old English HD HG 8000. Like, is that a printer? <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> and, and, and I'm sorry. Did you say? Did you say Magnum? They're going to cancel Magnum. Magnum. Yeah. Magnum. To add Magnum. to the, it's on the, the list. The saucy name of this uh, episode. <laughs> and I please tell you guys what Key Lightful is. Do you guys know what this oh, is? Oh, please. I had to look it up, and now I do. Yeah, please tell us. Key Lightful is Keystone Raspberry Lime Light Beer. That's what this is. Someone thought this was a good idea. It has a green dog on the front with sunglasses and the mountains, Rocky Mountains. Raspberry Lime Beer, Key Lightful. It's it's clear a lot of these beers have been around for a very, very long time by their name. Key Lightful has not been around that long, <laughs> and we've never heard of it, and it's already off. They're like, you know what? We gave it a shot. We didn't market it because we thought it would just work, and we have to kill it. I, I feel like that is a, a prime selection for a sorority drinking night, uh, the Key Light raspberry whatever 
no thank you oh yeah but, and then yeah. Hash, yeah. hashtag it key lightful uh, kill it kill you it. know this this so for this topic this leads me to you know not specific beers but i think like just in general people need to stay in their lane is is my main thought here i think that there are a lot of like like corona doesn't need to be doing what it's doing with corona premium whatever it is like no nobody was not buying corona because it had too many calories like nobody had a problem with everybody was drinking it um so like a lot of the and I'm the expert here on these low calorie beers. Okay. (laughs) The majority of them don't need to exist. There's not like the the people that would drink them would only be interested in them because they already drank the beer, but they already drank the beer. So you don't need to be making these other beers. And, and I know it's like the bigger beer, the companies going after the craft brews because craft brews are becoming such a big thing. But I feel like just, we all need to stay, stay in our lanes. That's, that's my thought. Yeah. Amen. Amen to that. And some of these names, Keystone Ice, RIP to that one. Uh, Milwaukee's best premium, Chris, Wisconsin's (laughs) favorite son. How many Milwaukee's best premiums have you had while in dairy country there? There are not too many people upset with this one. Interesting. <laughs> not, not, not a lot of pushback. Not a lot of pushback. Yeah. And I didn't know they made Miller High Life light. I thought they called that Miller Light. So I don't know <laughs> what that is. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I always thought Magnum, you said Magnum was canceled. I always thought that was a condom, but I guess I'm not too up to date with these beers anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'll tell you this. I've got two. I've got two breweries that should be on there. One, uh, sorry, not sorry, Anheuser-Busch. Natty Light, gone. Bud Light, gone. Rolling Ooh. Rock, gone. Bud Light seltzers are the only casualty in my eyes with that. Okay, can we stop doing this podcast? Because here's the thing. <laughs> you took it too far there. You took it too far. You took it too far. <laughs> you got to understand because, that Dee went to West Virginia. He's going to have a lot of opinions. About I t- I, <laughs> <laughs> listen, Uh-oh. you took this too far when you mentioned Natty Light. You can mention any of the other ones. Oh. Because we all are professional adults with jobs and things, we can afford to pay for this beer that we all talk about so much. When you're in college, you can't do that. <laughs> you need a cheap beer. You need a cheap keg. That's where Natty comes in. You Keystone. need that in your life. It cannot go anywhere. Keystone. It's gone. Keystone Ice is on this list. Uh, is it the same as Keystone Light? No, those you're are asking different. the wrong person. <laughs> That's like 800 keystones. Well, you're not going to like my second one. My second one is Pabst. Oh, oh what? That's the only as much beer as... that I can get on special at a lot of bars in Pittsburgh. Dude, I'm right. not as surprised. Much as Pabst tastes like trash, but I would still never kill it off. I can't. That's yeah. my Listen vote. Up. Listen up, Coors Light, buddy. What Miller they, Coors should have taken the sword of themselves and said, we're done with Coors Light. We're just not going to win the battle. <laughs> we're done. If they, if they canceled that? I wouldn't be too mad, but I, what I would be mad about is that Molson yeah. Coors is one entity. So if you cancel Coors Light, you cancel Molson Canadian, and that's not got a problem. Can I also add that you need, regardless of age, like Didi just talked about how we're, we're in a place in life where we can pay for better beers. Regardless of age, though, you need beer that you can play drinking games with. You know, yeah, like, right. Yes. You if you're going to do a waste. shotgun, you're not going to do it with, chocolate chip 
pancake stuff. <laughs> you, know, you, you need a natty light. You need that beer yeah. to just be able to put it, put, put it down, you know, or if you're gonna play flip cup, like you don't care if it gets knocked over because it's natty, you know, that's so I guess, I guess that's fair. Cause I'm sitting here thinking like Miller light, but back in college, like I'm not going to shell out 20 bucks, you know, for a 12 pack of Miller light. Yeah. I guess that's fair. I, yeah, I will yeah. take, I will take that and put it right here. And just yeah, look at it for a while. Let's move on before you make somebody else. Yeah, upset. think about the kids, man. Think about the kids. <laughs> think about the kids. Think about the kids. Please, think about the kids. Excuse me while I take a drink of my muchos mahalos here. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Steel City. Wh- who would you cancel? Uh, on this, just in general. <laughs> just here out of go. anybody. Here we go. Well, no, not besides anybody. your podcast. I was going to say your you, podcast. You cancel me before anything else, but. We're talking beer here. <laughs> no, get rid of Coors Light. It's trash. Get rid of Coors Light. We don't need it. We have Miller Light. We have Bud Light. We don't need. We don't need three. We don't need three. So get the worst tasting one out. And for me, it's Coors Light. I'll accept that. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> but are you will? Are you willing to? Are, are you willing to forego? Because we've had some times you and I with Bolson Canadian. Are you willing to let that go as well? No, I think they'll hold on. I think they could hold on to it. I think they could give pick one. I don't think it has to be both. Give me All right, one. fair. And if it, you can cancel yeah. one, then I'm good with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'll I'll I'll, Let's I'll dig move on that. to another topic. Before We're gonna move on. <laughs> no, before I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be banned from brunch here pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this. Um, here's here's also what I know, and and I've got a note here that says uh, even German beers count, but I can't I can't make that joke anymore because. Chris brought one of the best beers ever. So like Brews Day. So I can't say this. Give me your brewery or your beer of the year. I'll give it to you straight up, okay? Uh, <laughs> from Wisconsin. I know this is a shocker. The best beer I've had this year is Naked Threesome from Ray's. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Ray's Grain Brewing in Waukesha, Wisconsin. And I've had a number of other brews from that brewery that have been absolutely delightful. So that's my brewery of the year and my beer of the year. Like it. Nice. I, I mean, I told you guys already, that's why I brought it here today to, to Palisades, pineapple, golden road brewing it, golden road is awesome. I love golden road, everything they do. And the Palisades pineapple is just money. So that's my beer of the year for sure. It sounds that's a good one too. That's a good uh, I love one. That. Love that pick uh, for me, beer of the year. Local Pittsburgh brewery Hitchhiker came out with what they called the limited blend stout brewed with crystal and dark malts. And it was conditioned on loads of peanut butter and their house coffee blend called Shakes. And it was out of this world. Um, it was a it was weird. I feel like we had it was like a summertime stout is when it came out not that long ago. And it was Absolutely incredible. Uh, so mine's got to go to Hitchhiker for their limited blend style beer of the year. Uh, for me, it was a toss up. I mean, Hitchhiker, Hitchhiker for the brewery, probably for me, just for releasing party and bedrock, you know, grocery store beer, all that stuff was good. But beer of the year, and it counts because they released it earlier this year too, was going to Cinderlands for the Pancake Galaxy Blueberry Pancake beer no. the best beer i've ever had in my life that's that's a that's an easy one for me easy okay well, let's and why are you saying no 
Because it was released last year, but that's okay. It was, but it was also released earlier this year, wasn't it? But you've had it this year. Yeah, having it this year, that's fine. We'll, we'll let it slide. I'll we'll take that. Easy, run, Dan. Run. Easy, Dan. It's <laughs> just like all music. fired up on this. He's starting to take away Natty Light and all this stuff. We're talking Mountain Dew. Like, what's going on here? This is what it's happens like when I. Yeah. This is what happens when I hear a song that Dan heard three weeks before me, and then it's like I'm the bad guy. Okay. Don't, don't, <laughs> I, I, Chris, I'm right there with you. You know how many times that's happened to me? Yeah. I say, I, I say to Dan, I'm like, look, look at this. Listen to the song. He's like, yeah, that came out like two months ago. Yeah, I heard it point, like six thousand times. It's to the point where I've I've stopped getting mad at him. I'm just disappointed. That's basically where it's come with that. Yeah, the reason he stopped getting mad at me is because I stopped bringing up songs. <laughs> well, one day Chris mentioned it, and you have to you have to live by this. Like, it's what you're listening to, not what Dan's listening to. <laughs> that's right. So that's what it is. Like, do not worry about his opinion. Yeah, at all. <laughs> yeah, and, De- and Jenkins, it's what you're drinking, Mr. Yes. Legend. It's what you tried this year. It's not what Dan tried last yeah. year. Exactly. This became a all wonderful right. session. I'm, I'm I'm gonna fire my therapist. It's great. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know how this has turned on me so quickly. Let's get to our last topic before we run out of time. <laughs> all right. So for the last topic here, uh, and once again, thanks guys so much for doing this. All joking aside, the Midsummer's Brew was a lot of fun with you guys. Um, Always love listening to you guys. The legend is a huge fan of the brunch breakdown, uh, as are all the OGs. Uh, so thank you again for doing this uh, with me. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, dude. The last topic, I, oh, I, I love it. Uh, my last topic for you guys is I want to know what you're suggesting, and if you want to do just a uh, just a type of beer, that's fine. But if you have a beer. As I said before, this is an encyclopedia of craft beer for all of our fans here. Give us a rundown of what the what what the season should be. I'm getting fall, uh, fall, winter, summer, spring. Give me either your beer of choice per season or type of beer per season. Whoever wants it, take it away. All right, let's start with summer. We'll go around the room, around the horn with with summer first, since that's what we're in right now. Uh, like easy. it, Pacifico, Pacifico. Is the beer of summer? Pacifico <laughs> is the king. Um, if you want to go off the little board a little bit and something that I wouldn't uh, naturally uh, pick, uh, Platform released a juiced shandy variety pack this summer uh, with three flavors blood orange passion fruit, Diddy. pineapple mango, and raspberry pomelo. <clears throat> So all could you, uh, could you give Didi the web yep. URL and the address? Please, yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah. So, so the juiced shandy variety pack from Platform filled with summer beers. You gotta love the sours. You gotta love the gozas in the summer. That's what I got. Like that. I'm uh, in the summer. I that's the best time I think to be trying IPAs. For me, I like. The citrus IPAs, personally, um, I, I think that's the best. Um, anything like, you know, we've talked about it. Throw some guava in there. I'm going to drink it in the summer. Uh, so fruit, fruity IPAs, stuff like that. But I will say, like, at the same time, while drink a lot of craft beer, we need to respect beers of the summer that are widely available. Dan mentioned Pacifico. Also, the OG Corona. Like, there's something special about getting that first case of Corona in the summer and cutting up a lime, putting it in there and kicking back. That's fun. That's just fun. I don't think anybody reveled in getting the first case of Corona in the summer. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> I, I am with person that. Uh, dude, I revel in that moment when you pop <laughs> open that. No, it's like it's any Mexican lager like that, like Pacifico, Corona, whatever it is in the summer. It just feels right. That's that's for summer for sure. No, no, no. I agree. I just think that the Corona was a double edged sword right there. Uh, I'm bringing that yeah. back here. So <laughs> that was the. <laughs> Uh, for me, I- I'm sorry. I'm taking it. I- I'm taking it way back. I- I'm going for the summer. I'm thinking how hot it is outside. I'm thinking pool time. I'm thinking truly black cherry seltzer. Sorry. That's that's going to be my go to for the summer. Not mad. Not mad at that. I am, so let's go to fall. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm glad we got that one out of the way. Yeah, let's go to fall. Shall we? Um, easy. Southern tier pumpkin. There isn't a better pumpkin beer on the planet. It's the easy choice. And they have the varieties, the cold brew coffee pumpkin, the rum barrel aged, the warlock, any of the pumpkins from Southern tier. Can't go wrong. Perfect for the fall. Um, I'm a big fan of just Oktoberfest generally the, you know, that, that, uh, genre of beer. Um, I don't know that I have a favorite, but there's a very, there's a very small period of time where I'm into that. Uh, it's just not like the whole fall, but it's tough to say when, but it's just like, you know, the moment when it's like, yeah, I gotta get, I gotta pick up some. Um, and I also, okay. Once again, widely available beers. And this is very specific to Chris Gates, um, falls for tailgating and there's nothing wrong with having some yingling on deck. Okay. Because you need that at the tailgate. You need that at the tailgate. Yeah. We'll just leave it there. Uh, <laughs> Didi, help us out. <laughs> Honestly, with fall, all I could think about was like tailgating and concerts and things that we'll be doing, hopefully doing this year in the fall. And you're kind of stuck with whatever beer is there. And so I was just like thinking of kind of hoping that it's not bud heavy. You know, (laughs) like that's really what you hope when you go to something, when you go to a tailgate, like if you're not throwing it, you're, you know, you got to hope that that person has at least something that's decent. So like, you know, I'm just thinking of just, you know, just fall is, it's not freezing out yet. So you're not just like trying to, you know, chug alcohol to be warm. Like you're still enjoying it. So like, I think about, you know, just some decent beers. It doesn't matter what it is. Just something that's like, good enough because it's not up to you <laughs> what you're having. Pick. That's a, that's a good, that's a good statement right there. That's good too. Uh, my, my, my pick was the Southern tier pumpkin and all of its wondrousness. So I have to pivot here. Uh, I'm going to go with star crumb pumpkin pie. Uh, I believe that's from Cinderland. Correct. Cinderlands. Uh, it, it, it just tastes like pumpkin pie as a beer it's got the it's got the the thickness of it it's got the the, the sweet pumpkin taste to it uh you can't turn that one down for me so if you're not drinking pumpkin you're going star crumb pumpkin pie i like it uh and an honorable mention platform once again variety pack that they sell at the yammy line oh yeah of, oh yeah yeah lammy yammy regular candied pecan <laughs> they got caramel apple this year tremendous <laughs> s'mores tremendous uh, what's the next season? That's going to take us into winter, correct? Stout season, getting a little heavier here. 
Okay. I got a couple specific ones. Nitros, you can basically you can't go wrong with a nitro in the wintertime, heavy stouts, but rusty rail, luminous. Mm. It's a golden oh. stout with white chocolate and macadamia. And it is Jimmy. one of the best beers I've ever had. Perfect for winter in the holiday season. Also for people in Western Pennsylvania, abjuration makes a phenomenal dark chocolate milkshake ale. You have never tasted dark chocolate in a beer like I have this before. This is what I want to be having when I'm packing the pounds on and, you know, whether it's turkey time or ham time, whatever it is, whatever holiday it is, packing them on with the cookies. That's a good beer season right there, winter. <laughs> and you should drink some hams while you eat ham. Um, ham. <laughs> ham. Did you say ham? Ham. 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 Um, ham. Here's uh here's one I have a very specific one for winter. Uh I tried this lat this this past year. Um Fatheads has it's called Pimp My Sleigh. It's a Belgian style Christmas ale. <laughs> and like I think I mentioned this on a bruise day back in the day around Christmas. Like if you're going to the Christmas party and you know you're gonna be there with like a lot of family that annoys the shit out of you, this is 10 and a half ABV. Okay, this is yes. right <laughs> up your alley. Um I also want to mention that the beer I'm drinking right now just realized that it is 9% and I'm <laughs> feeling it right now. So let's keep going. Let's extend, <laughs> extended, it. extended cut, it. extended cut. Let's go. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> I love it. Well, this is probably going to seem really basic to you beer lovers, but like, I love Sam Winter. Yeah, that's, no, that's I good. I love yeah. Sam Winter. I love it yeah. so much. Like, I don't really like the rest of the Sam seasonal, Sam summer and all that. But Sam Winter is just, has always been super good to me. And so, like, when we're thinking about these specific, you know, seasonal beers. It's like, they just make a really, really good winter beer. I just love Sam Winter. That's a, that's, that's a great point. Sam Winter and Sam Oktoberfest are... Yeah are great. The other two porch rocker in summer, the summer, yeah, eh, not so much, but those two, you can't go wrong. Yeah. No, the, the, the Sam's winter is just, it's so good uh, for me. It's, it's going to be a split between uh, the grocery store beer from hitchhiker, which like, you know, if you can get it in the winter, if they release it, uh, it, it just, it's, it tastes like a butterfinger. It's a dark beer. It's heavy. It feels great. Uh, but for something by the fire during the winter, I'm going Penn brewery, the nut roll ale. That's so good. Uh, If you've, if you've never had the nut roll ale from Penn brewery, I suggest you check it out. It it tastes like nut roll ale. So (laughs) it's it's great. It's great. I've had that before. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good pick. Really good pick. Mm. All right. That leaves us one season to go, right? Spring kind of a weird time. It's more of transitional more than anything. Um, couple that I picked out, I mentioned Evergreen, the collaboration with the beer I have here today. They do the Sorbetto series. That's a great time to be having those like more mild sours that have a lot of fruit getting you ramped up for summer. So you can't go really wrong with the Sorbetto series. Uh, the Hitchhiker Bottle Service. Chris, I think you featured that here before. A great brunch beer, a great, let's spring into that, you know, the citrus, the orange, you get that flavor again. But I'm going to go with the Daniel Dudley, Daniel Dudley special spring blood orange ipas baby mm. you can't go wrong that's like okay <laughs> we're getting it back together you're you're getting out of the stouts and but you're you go into the ipas and you get the blood orange it's got that spring sensation to it so you can't go wrong with any of those for the spring season 
I like that. On, on that on that note, the one I tried last week, uh, the Big O, Blood Orange IPA. I think uh, Sweetwater out of Charlotte, very very good. Um, oddly enough, this is a you know this is a, a widely available beer. I'm pretty sure, but um, I always seem to grab. Spring is kind of the first time of year where I feel like okay, we can get back into trying some IPAs, which I love. And uh, one of the first IPAs I ever had and loved was Dogfish Head, the 60 minute, 90 minute. Mm. I really love that beer. Um, that's one I, I kind of gravitate back to and like to have uh, myself a few of those in, in the springtime. Um, don't get the 120 minute though. I'm, I'm telling you that right now. That is like 20% alcohol. And uh, I had one of those at a tailgate one year and learned the hard way. Okay. So danger. Drink responsibly. Mm-hmm. Drink yeah. responsibly. Dude, dogfish head just makes me think of the South Side. Uh, what's the <laughs> what's the bar that's right next to the Tiki Lounge? That one that has oh, all the um, uh, oh, it, it's not Jimmy D's. Uh, it has all the Smoke beer. It's right on the corner. There you go. Yeah, that's Smoke it. Smoke and Joe's on the corner. Yeah, mm. I just remember always getting dogfish head there. Just reminds me of that. Um, so for spring for me, Ballast Point. Shouts to my people in San Diego. Ballast nice. Point Grapefruit and Ballast Point Pineapple are two of the best beers in the world to me. And that spring feeling and like what you guys are saying, it's kind of like the, those first moments when the weather starts to get like a little bit nice and you're outside for a little bit longer. And it's like those beers just like remind me of that time. So, yeah, Ballast Point Grapefruit Pineapple. You really can't go wrong with Ballast Point. I forget Love Ballast Point. Let's break. Yeah. Diddy, Ballast Point has the one of the coolest labels I've seen. That's the one with like the, the, the crazy looking fish on the front mm-hmm. uh, of the bottles, right? Uh, I saw that for the first time when I was bartending like years ago uh, and thought about what like just wanted to try it out. It was good. It, like it was decent. Like Ballast Point does it right. I think that's yeah. the, that was the, the Sculpin, right? Am I thinking yeah, of that right? Yeah. The Sculpin yeah. is like their most popular thing. Like it's. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Um, for me, for spring, there's only uh, two words that comes to my mind, and that is the Kapow Candy. Uh, the Kapow Candy series from Grist House. Uh, they've got a whole bunch of different flavors that come out in that series. Uh, it's fruit. It's tart. It's sour. It's good. It's good enough for a spring fling. It is good enough for a spring dive in the pool to test it out for the, for the summer. I'm telling you, Kapow Candy is where to go for the uh, for the spring that it's not the summer so yeah. kapow, kapow candy good, series from ghost house oh yeah that's a good series that'll get you ramped up for summer no doubt i like it that'll do it for me ah that's gonna about wrap it up for me unless you guys got anything else you want to talk about as far as beers go i don't think no, so I, think- I need to <laughs> the fact that chris is drinking a nine percent <laughs> Boys, boys. <laughs> I, I have a daughter that, that I have to put to bed after this episode, and it's about to get interesting. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, add that to the hard parts about parenting, also. <laughs> right. Fair when enough, you though. accidentally drink a nine percent ABV when you're podcasting with your friends right before bedtime, that is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we better we better wrap it up for the parents' sake here. Again, guys, <laughs> thank thank you so much for doing this. This was a love uh, a lovely time. I know the OGs are really going to love it. I hope that the uh, the guests of brunch are really going to like this. Uh, more, uh, a lot of props up to you guys. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Was super fun. fun. Yeah. Cool. Legend. Thank you, man. Thanks for the idea. Really appreciate it. Thanks for 
joining us here at the table and thanks to your listeners and, and our listeners as well. Thanks for sticking around. We, we had a lot that we wanted to cover. Uh, maybe we went a little long, but uh, you know, it was, it was fun. We look forward to doing this again sometime in the future. Absolutely. This is, this has been fun. And we always like to talk beer, but for now I'm the legend. I'm getting out of here. Brunch boys. Thanks again. I'm out of here. Cheers. Cheers boys. Cheers.